0: Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine?
1: Productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our
0: podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism.
1: And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to
0: episode 34 of the Very Unimportant People podcast.
1: Woo! Do less!
0: I'm your host, Courtney, and this week I witnessed two major incidents in one day. Two for one,
1: baby. (laughs) I'm your host, Lydia, and this week I have... Two different crushes on two different guys. Ooh, ooh. Oh <laughs> my god, it's so A risky. little bit of a double thing here. Oh, I know. I love it. I know. Well, if they ever do decide to listen and tune into the podcast, they'll then hope, I'll leave yes. it up to. Yeah, they'll be like, "Is she talking about me?"
0: <laughs> if you're a man in Lydia's life, check yourself. It
1: might be. You. <laughs> Why did she ask me to hang out alone? See what happens. <laughs> tell me about the incidents i can't go too deeply into this guy yeah yeah i don't want
0: to ask you too many questions i don't want to expose you but we're very excited for lydia she's really living it up
1: she's living her Uh, truest hot girl summer pandemic's over yeah fucking hot girl summer let's go (laughs) um yeah my
0: two incidents not nearly as exciting but (laughs) on come on on Saturday, one of Janaid's friends from high school came to visit us. Um, so we went for a little road trip up the coast and everything was going fine until we were like driving back and there was somebody on the side of the road that had pulled over their car and they were like waving their arms at us. Oh. So we pulled over and we we're like, you okay? What's going on? And she was like, oh, I'm just letting you know there is a motorcycle accident right like just ahead around this corner. Slow That's down as so you drive dramatic. by okay it was not dramatic so yeah we slowed down and like proceeded with caution and the oncoming traffic had been like stopped by cars kind of thing we could only get through one way and there was literally a lady lying on the side of the road screaming and people like holding her legs and like yelling like try to get her comfortable like go get this from the truck like all this really scary shit so, yeah, we just drove by. I was like, I hope somebody called 911. I can't really help in this yeah. situation. There's already, like, five people there helping her.
1: Holy shit. So we shit. just kept That's driving. so messed up. It was very scary. Well, yeah, well, you don't want to crowd her at that point. No, like, no. And, like, like, I have no medical
0: training, much. no first aid. Yeah. Like, I would not be helpful in that situation. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be clogging up the
0: road. So, Yeah. yeah. We just uh, continued on our way. So that was the first major incident that we...
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. I thought the first one was a lady waving. No. Okay. (laughs) So so this was the first one.
0: And then after that, we decided to go um, downtown Victoria Mm -hmm. so she could see the city. And we were walking down by, like, the harbor, just in our own world, minding our own business, not even really being aware of our surroundings. Um. And there's, like, an inner harbor part that's, like, lower down by the water. And then you can, like, go up a level and walk along the street around. Mm -hmm. So we were just kind of, like, going up to the upper level. And I noticed I was, like, looking around and everybody was just staring in the same direction. Everyone had stopped and was, like, looking at something. And I was like, this is weird. I was like, are we waiting for, like, a boat to come in? Like, what's everyone looking at? And all of a sudden I noticed... Like, we have been hearing sirens, just not thinking any of it, anything of it. All of a sudden, I noticed there's literally seven police cars on the side of the road. And, like, I want to say, like, eight to 14 cops running down into the harbor. One of them has a freaking assault rifle (laughs) running into the harbor. And I was like, what is happening? And then they, like, went behind these bushes. And it looked like they were, like, literally looking for something in the bushes. I have no idea what it was. Um, And we were just, like, standing there staring. And then they, like, found a guy and arrested him and put him into the back of a police car. And that's all I know. But there was... It was so alarming to see a literal cop running in with an assault rifle to downtown Victoria. I was like, yeah, whatever the situation was, it did not warrant that reaction. Like I was down there two (laughs) seconds ago and I was okay. Yeah,
1: (laughs) We can calm down. You already have a gun. Like, oh my God, that's so scary. (gasps) That's so messed up. Oh my God. I wonder what the crime was. I know. I know. Bring an assault rifle with you. I know.
0: And I've been like checking, Uh. you know, Vancouver Island news. Every day, yeah, just to yeah. see if anything pops up, because I'm still like, "What the fuck was that?" And I check like the Twitter to see if there's any like warnings. You know, yeah. sometimes they tweet warnings, being like, "There's an active situation, like here, nothing, nada. There what is the no hell? information on this. I don't know mm, if they're trying to cover up the fact that that police officer maybe um, was a little bit very of... much overreacted to that situation." Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can look up police records online. I'm pretty sure they're oh. public. I'm not not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure that's how people found out, like, Justin Bieber went to jail and how they found his mugshot and stuff like that because those records are public. So maybe if you really want to deep dive, you can kind of like look into police records. I don't know where to find them, but that's freaking crazy. Yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't theft because apparently nobody. Oh, wait, maybe it was theft because a Canadian tire? Do you remember that Canadian tire story? Okay, but like an assault rifle and like 14 cops. I don't think it was theft. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. And we you were think like he escaped from prison or something like that?
0: My theory, and now this is just a theory, is that he had a weapon of some kind and somebody saw him with the weapon because oh. they were looking in the bushes for something.
1: I see. I see something. And not and obviously
0: like they're very small bushes, and not a big enough bushes for a person to hide in. Mm. So it makes me believe that he maybe dropped something and ran. Yeah. And they were like yeah. looking for the thing. <gasps>
1: Oh so my I don't God. know if it was, like, maybe... Oh, my God. Or I'm like so a, happy you're safe. No, Me, oh too. God. It, was it could have been, like, a bomb or something like that. And I know. Was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, am I missing I'm something did, here? Like, Should I be running that or yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> they were all just, like, running. And no, none of the police officers were like, please back up, pedestrians. Everyone was like... Huh. Everyone was Everyone's like,
0: like... People were leaning everyone, over, like, the dude. fucking wall. Right above them being like, everyone was. Did they say anything? Was anyone, was any
1: of the public being like, oh, did you see what happened?
0: People. No, I I walked by (sighs) one person who was like, really? They're going to bring out like an assault rifle rifle right in (laughs) front of the government buildings. And I was like, yeah, she's got
1: a point. We're literally (laughs) right in front of government. Like, calm down. Oh, my God. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, bro. That's so fucking scary. Wow. Mm. Holy shit.
0: Oh, my God. It was an interesting day. It was kind of weird. I'm like, glad you We've you're never okay. really had that situation. That poor
1: friend yeah. that was visiting. We were like, she like it's not this... normally like this. <laughs> she thinks you live in like a lawless island. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like the Florida of Canada or something. Yeah. But like, no, I swear
1: we're like nothing ever happens here. No, really it's super quaint. I think it's just because maybe the, you know, everything's opening up. Maybe people are going a little bit crazy. Yeah, I don't know, know what it way. is. And then it's when I was on the crazy. like
0: Twitter, there was a tweet that was like, we urge you to use patience if you're calling the non emergency line because there's currently a fifty hour wait to reach the police on the non emergency line. So I don't know what's happening on the island, but people are um losing their <laughs> shit a
1: little. I don't know. Wow, holy shit. That yeah. is some bullshit, dude. Ugh man, that's so annoying. Honestly, the non emergency line. I tried calling the four one one, the non emergency line last week. I think I don't remember if I told you guys about this, but like they were useless. <laughs>
0: Not the, not, not the, it's not the 411. Like, you know, when you call the police, but you don't, like, the police.
1: Oh, yeah. But you don't yeah. have an emergency. You, that was the line. Yeah. It
0: wasn't for, it wasn't, like, information. It was, like, oh, if you need okay. to reach a police officer, but not in, in immediate danger.
1: Okay. Got you. Oh, to, damn. To, like, report. Uh, yeah, to report something. You're like, oh, someone's car needs to be towed. It's been sitting here for a, uh, yeah. an hour or too long. <laughs> damn, that's so scary. Mm-hmm. Dude your island is like going crazy yeah, I don't, are, yeah you might need to move
0: no it's okay i'm good <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> i still prefer it over ontario i'm sorry fuck
1: <laughs> it was interesting uh, yeah i kind of do too you, i'm not gonna you. lie excitement i was like whoa mm-hmm. i live for the drama i mean same Dude, we know. same we, we were like know. let's get closer
0: <laughs> literally like walking around getting closer <laughs> oh, to the cop God. cars did yeah. you try to like that overhear things
1: <laughs> that reminds me of those beams of those like concerned dads like just looking at one dad doing all the work. And they're just yeah. standing there like, yep, hammer. Yep, yep. So so what you using in there? And he's like, oh, I got a piece of wood. He's like, ah, oh, that's a nice piece of wood. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of that kind of situation. Everyone's just like, hmm. Yeah, we're just right. like,
0: this this seems okay. This seems normal. Yes, we will just <laughs> stand here and
1: watch. <laughs> I wonder what that, like, uh, uh, criminal thought. They were like, oh, these people watching. Were they, like, screaming? Did you get to no, see them? he wasn't screaming. It was, it was a hymn. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a white man, a
1: white man, you know, not really As surprised did, about that. Yeah, you know? I know. Right. <laughs> um, no,
0: he didn't really say anything when they caught him. They just he just walked up the stairs and was like sitting in the back of the truck. The police started like interviewing two people. I don't know if maybe they were the ones that like called in yeah. the call or I don't know. But but
1: he was compliant.
0: Yeah, it seemed like it. I mean, there what were 14 the fucking cops, and one of them had an assault rifle, so it would be pretty uh, ballsy not to be compliant in that situation. You make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good point. Yeah, we can't really trust cops these days, so, uh, no. yeah, you, you shut the fuck up. Oh,
1: God. Yikes. Yeah. The scary stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she got to see some drama. Yeah. That's kind of nice, you know. <laughs> little excitement from the day-to-day, I guess. Definitely probably wasn't seeing that in... Was she from Ontario? Yeah. I didn't get to see a lot of crime in Ontario. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty chill here, I'm not going to lie. Kind of. Except for downtown. Hey, what's up, you guys? Now is the time of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. The poll. Thank you so much for participating in the poll. As you may or may not remember, last week we talked about Barney and vampires so the first question that we had on our instagram at very.unimportant.people where you can participate every tuesday slash wednesday in the poll was do you sing songs about killing barney as a kid 80 percent of you said yes this is a collective Ah! (laughs) experience
0: (laughs) it was (laughs) we have all
1: had hatred for barney for one reason or another (laughs) i love it
0: same, same. I don't understand it, but but I love it. <laughs> All right, and then the second question that we had was, do you agree that Barney the Purple Dinosaur is Satan himself? <laughs> this one was fifty fifty, guys. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> which I am obsessed with. I That's
1: so funny, you guys. I'm best.
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks. I mean sure whatever he can be satan i guess
1: <laughs> the next question is are you a vampire <gasps> oh my god percent of you said
0: yes <laughs> 43% oh my god okay mm, i'm going to so check amazing. i'm going to do a quick looky look um as to who said yes and you will be getting a message from us later we want <laughs> a real vampire <laughs> we want to know episode. more um and then so the last question that we had was if you were a vampire would you go to high school and then get a job? And 67% of you said yes. That's like What is
1: wrong with you guys? What the hell guys?
0: If you had the option not to do this shit, why would you do it?
1: Why would you do it? What the fuck? Why are you going to go back to high school as a vampire? You really want to do high school over and over? Okay, here and we go. Over?
0: But your question was would you go to high school? Not would you go back to high school. So maybe they're thinking like mm, they would maybe. do it once, you know? Cuz yeah, I would yeah. do it once, like, it's fine. I would do, get, it, I do to get I would the education as a
1: vampire. Could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Just once.
0: That's it. For the education. But and I, then I get
1: a job though. That's it. so it's a two-parter.
0: <laughs> you know what? It must be the hardest part about being a vampire is like keeping up with all the social trends because personally right now <laughs> I would be terrified to go to high school with Gen Zs. Yeah, like I don't, do know, I don't know I don't know their that. thing. Like I don't know how, I don't get how they talk and how they dress and like I would be I would stick out like a sore thumb. Like I just don't yeah. get the slang.
1: You would be that one but person if you're a who's vampire, still talking like a medieval You'd have person. to keep up with all that. That would be hard. Oh, oh my god. That would be so hard. That's something that they didn't cover in Twilight. How no. to keep up with the lingo and the trends. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) they just wore whatever, and they just used regular words, you know? No one was like, Mm -hmm. hey, yo, the floor is lava, (laughs) you know?
0: You would have to understand all those references. That would be tough. That's tough. That's tough. You would have to catch up on a lot of, like, TV
1: and TikTok, and, like... My God. You would end up spending most of your time like the rest of us do.
0: Yeah, just catching up. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Raw. That sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, vampires. I'm sorry to those, um... What was it? 40... 43%, 47%. 43%, 47%.
1: I believe 43% of you guys yeah. are vampires, so we I'm sorry. apologize to you. <laughs> hope, <laughs> hope it gets better. <laughs> Thank you so much for participating, guys. And please enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Bye. Anyways. Anyways.
0: <laughs> my opinion this week. I don't know if I want to say what the opinion is yet. I'm just going to okay. introduce the topic. We're going to talk about what the opinion is after I talk about it a little bit, okay? But all I right, want to talk, talk about the conspiracy theory about how birds aren't real. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone has seen this on the internet, but... The sh-
1: birds, they work for the bourgeoisie. Yes, that—that
0: that, that <laughs> is all over good. the TikTok.
1: Yeah, yeah bitch.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, but I was just kind of curious as to, like, what the theory was, how it started... Um, just why? So I decided to look it up. And if anyone ever has some time, please look this up. Whoever created this conspiracy theory is the most creative and dedicated person
1: oh. I have ever encountered.
0: He wrote the conspiracy theory as if it's like a book on his oh, website. That's interesting. Or their website. I don't know if it's him. Their website. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is him. I can't remember. Um, And so there's like chapter one. Chapter two. And just the creativity throughout this entire story just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. I'm going to preface this with that this conspiracy theory is complete bullshit. It was created as bullshit. (laughs) It is not a serious conspiracy theory, but I think some of the internet thinks it is. But the person that created it very clearly
1: created it to be a joke. Okay. It's satire. It's it's a, satire. It's a satire. It's a joke about conspiracies, if you will, and like yes. how far people can take yes.
0: it. Yes, some people mm. are saying that it's to make fun of the flat earth conspiracy. I love um, it. Let's but go. I just want to inform all the listeners that if you see it online and you see people talking about it, it's not actually a real conspiracy theory. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, the <laughs> I wanted to walk you through the story. As he tells it. Well, the spark notes of the story because he wrote it as a book and we don't have time to be here for three hours. So spark notes. That. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story begins in 1947 when the CIA was founded wow. um, and it was founded oh. to surveil Americans to identify suspicious communist activities.
1: Oh, right. Mm-hmm. The war.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the communist. Yeah.
1: Everyone was very much afraid of communism.
0: Yeah, we would not fare Still well are. in those times. Our podcast no. would. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so for the first five years of the CIA's operation, they were very unsuccessful in actually identifying and convicting or just even finding communists living in America. So in 1953, <laughs> a man named Alan Dules uh, was made the first civilian director of the CIA and had mm. plans to ramp up the security. He started to instruct staff to plant cameras all over the place um, in, like, secret places where people wouldn't be able to see them. So, like, in bushes and garbage cans and all these places that people couldn't see them so that he could spy on Americans to find the communists. (laughs) Um, Them commies. Them commies. God (laughs) damn. And then on April 15th in 1956, he met with... President D. Wait, President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And Mm -hmm. he told the president that he had a plan to put the cameras in the sky. Um, sky. Because a camera in the sky can do the job of a thousand cameras on the ground, because a camera in the sky can follow people. Whereas a camera on the ground, you hear a snippet of the conversation and then they walk away and you need another camera to catch up the rest of the conversation. So put them in the Uh, sky so they can follow people.
1: This you follow? You the, follow the logic? I follow the logic. It's just like for 1950s to put a drone in the sky, like, we're just getting drones now. I don't yeah. know. He's very much ahead of his time. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: and so Eisenhower approved of this idea. He loved it. He wanted to find them communists. Um, <laughs> so, and he asked duel, Duels, 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 I think his name is Duels, Duels to return when he figured out how to do it. Yeah,
1: I was going to say. So,
0: Duels one. immediately flew to meet with his inner circle to try to figure it out. And this is where it is believed that the initial plan to kill all birds and replace them with <gasps> robot birds was created. Wow. Now, this is because Duels hated birds with a passion because oh. um, they would poop all over the cars in the CIA okay. parking lots. <laughs> and he <Okay>. was <laughs> cited um, calling them flying slugs and scum of the skies.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, the scum of the skies. That's funny. It's oh, a little dramatic.
0: Um, so, yeah, he hated pigeons. And then I have a quote here from the story that was just so beautifully written that I had to include it for you guys. So... The author says, But the pigeons in D.C. at the time were absolutely ruthless. They were eating very well as American morale was high. People were feeding them much more in pub- public par- parks and on the street. Um, this in turn created huge amounts of pigeon feces that would inevitably find its way onto the windshield of many men and women. All of whom grew not only to hate pigeons, but all birds. <laughs> So he's basically saying that the high morale in America fatten up the birds too much and then the birds poop too much and now Americans hate birds because of high morale.
1: But they were feeding the birds. Yeah. That's so stupid how it's like you'll feed a bird and then you'll be like, God, it's shitting everywhere. It's like you fed it.
0: Yeah. And it's like literally (laughs) an animal. Like as if your parking lot, like you made that parking lot there. Like before it was like a
1: forest. Yeah, you know? exactly. Pigeons, but your car's oh, somewhere feel, else. It's just a I feel bird. I so bad for pigeons. Because they're, they're like the they dogs so of the bird species, you know. They'll always come mean? back home. Like the pigeons. They're very smart. They'll uh, always come back home. They'll fly. They like, maybe they're not the dogs. Because, you know. But the point is, <laughs> they get a lot of hate. <laughs> they do get a lot but of I hate. And I don't know why. I know. It's like they were trained by humans to do a job for humans and now it's like they don't have a job anymore so they just hang around humans and we're like oh god the scum of the sky (laughs) it's like no pigeons that was that was us they were like friend yeah they were literally messengers and like Mm. they did shit for us and stuff like that. is isn't that so sad yeah that is sad so much hate to pigeons it's like if we just abandoned dogs we were like uh actually we don't need dogs anymore and then it's like there were stray dogs everywhere, and people were like, God, the strays. They're the vermin of the of the city. That's how I feel about pigeons.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. That's sad. O- it's that nice of and duels. depressing. <laughs> um, but yeah, duels did not feel that way. He hated the pigeons. <laughs> so they decided that they would kill two birds with one stone. Ah, lol. Nice little joke there. Um, And they would kill all the birds in the sky and replace them with robots in order to surveil the Americans. Um, So Alan Dules was then tasked with the relocation of $65 billion that came from the public health fund um, for this forcible eviction (laughs) of pigeons. From the earth. (laughs) Yeah. And with this from America, not from the earth, from
1: America. Oh, right.
0: Um. So, with this $65 billion, he met with a man from Boeing, and he ordered 120 B-52 bombers. Mm. They then moved these bombers into Area 51 um, oh. to move it away from Washington so that nobody would, like, suspect what was happening. Okay. And they also brought in 23 engineers from Boeing to work on the planes. Now, only 22 engineers made it to area 51 um one engineer did not make it because he was left in a town along the way because um quote he had to pee too many times and he was ruining the vibe of the road trip no way so they they left him (laughs) in that town and then apparently he was the only engineer that survived which is how we know that there was engineers that went to area 51.
1: (laughs) Because you had to pee because the vibes were off. Gotcha. Thank God the vibes were off. Oh my god. Right? We never saved his life about this. Yeah. Bad vibes aren't always bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sometimes they're good. They are good. (laughs) Even even bad vibes (laughs) are good vibes. As long as you're vibing.
0: (laughs) Um, and so basically the engineers they put water tanks on the bombers is the job that they were tasked to do. Um, and once they were done, they were told that they could go home. But then they were intercepted about thirty minutes down the road while they were leaving, um, and they were loaded onto a bus and then sent to the front lines of Vietnam, where oh they survived God. for about three weeks and then they all died, or they were—I oh. think they were taken prisoner.
1: They might have been, That's and then never up. heard from. This isn't again. real. This is isn't that? real. This isn't real. I was about to remind you of that when you were like,
0: "Oh, this." It doesn't say it's not real on the website, but oh I, I gotta God, believe I was this really is real. In there, right?
1: Then it was the knob thing, and then I was like, yeah, hold no. on a second. <laughs> hold on a hot second here. I believed you with the it's, vibes it's in the real. 1940s, but <laughs> no.
0: They did not leave an engineer so because of the
1: vibes. I love um, that. That's so funny. These men like, don't, don't they exist. They're fine. The They're century, not in Vietnam. Don't worry. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad.
0: Um. So the tanks. They put them on the planes and then they filled them with a specially formulated bird poison, which would give the birds a virus that could be passed on to other birds. And on June 2nd, I forgot to write down the year, but on June 2nd, Operation (laughs) Water the Country was born.
1: Whoa. Um, Wow. It sounds like an episode of Batman. (laughs) Water the Country. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Within the next six years, 15% of the bird population was wiped out by oh. bird
1: bomber planes. Oh, interesting. 15%. Boys. Okay, uh-huh. I guess that's enough to have, like, surveillance cameras, right? <laughs> 15% of birds? I guess so. they replace so. all <laughs> the birds or only 15% of birds? They still um, failed at their mission?
0: <laughs> there's more. There's more. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The story doesn't end here. Okay. Don't worry. There's a lot more that happens. Uh, so yeah, they killed 15% of the bird population and they started to release the bird prototypes by the hundreds of millions. Um, they were referred to as bird robots (laughs) and very good. (laughs) They will never know a thing. (laughs) The bomber pilots were unaware of the job that they were doing. They were just told, you know, go into the air, release the water. That's your job. And that's all they knew about it. So they didn't know that they were killing all the birds. Um, Oh, and then I wrote down another lovely quote for you guys. Mm -hmm. And it was a message to the bombers, to the the flyers of these planes. It says, If any of the original bomber pilots of Operation Water the Country are reading this, hear me closely. We do not blame you for the sins of your superiors. While you did kill billions of helpless birds, you did not know what you were doing. You do not have to remain in hiding. Join the movement and together we can fight the government. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. I love it. Right? The movement, we do not blame you for we the sins. You. Superior. you were just doing what you were told. You're a hero. Wow. Right? This shit goes deep.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this person.
1: That's so amazing. He really I have so much respect angle. for this person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's
1: like, how does the government feel about the people? How does the people feel about the bombers? Do they want to work with them? That's, damn, that's amazing. He should be a playwright, mm-hmm. honestly. this sounds. He like a should. Really good- play. <laughs> Shakespeare of our time, if you will. Literally. <laughs> Eminem of our time.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, and then President Kennedy, when President Kennedy was alive, fast forward to President Kennedy time, you know, operations still going on. Sure, Kennedy sure. is now in office. Kennedy does not know about what's happening. None of the presidents know what's happening since Eisenhower. It's oh, been okay. like under the radar, not telling people. Um, so President Kennedy was determined to catch one of his employees in the act of stealing his ham sandwich.
1: Um, so what? he tapped his wait, employee's wait, phone. Wait, 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 wait! Can you, can you reverse for a second? President yeah, well, Kennedy, sorry, what? To catch his employee in the act of stealing uh, President's ham sandwich? Yeah, yeah, you heard oh, me right. Oh, I thought yeah. I misunderstood that. No,
0: <laughs> that's it. That's all. Okay. That's all. That's all they gave me okay good yeah
1: we're on the same page then continue you know <laughs>
0: president kennedy loved his ham sandwiches what oh can my God, you do what the fuck? Um, was like American. so he tapped Damn. the phone of his employee to catch him of course admitting to eating the ham sandwich um and while he did this the employee <laughs> said something about the project and he figured out about it and he immediately oh. demanded that the program be shut down um Let's and go. the CIA tried to like reconcile with him and they showed him the Turkey X five hundred model, um which was a big <laughs> bird model that was designed to kill smaller birds to help in the operation. Okay. Um and he denied he denied that he said no, I don't care how cool this robot bird is, shut it down.
1: Oh, and love a month it. later, he was dead. Okay. <laughs> wow yeah this goes <laughs> deep bro he just tied in a whole other conspiracy into a made-up conspiracy yeah this there's a lot of
0: there's a lot in here there's a lot yeah. of other conspiracies like that's really the area insane. 51
1: thing oh yeah that's so tr- Kennedy dying this conspiracy theory to explain other conspiracy theories yeah you know what i mean it really ties everything nicely together this is like the what's that word the mea copa Mua- cornucopia the co- this is the cornucopia of the conspiracy theory <laughs> it Language. is the cornucopia
0: you're There's right you're right <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that he didn't tie in was like flat earth in my opinion yeah, but like there yeah. is yeah yeah there's there's yeah, a lot in here. He tied in Vietnam. Actually, Vietnam makes a comeback in, in a second. That's true.
1: Oh, let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but first but first we have to cover um just a little bit more info on this whole Okay Kennedy he, was murdered because yeah. he found out about the bird. <laughs> about Operation Water the Country. Right. And he decided to I'm shut wondering it down.
1: If, yeah, because obviously he wasn't successful if the birds are still yeah. robots. Right?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, they didn't shut it down. They just they just killed oh, okay. him.
1: They were just like, gotta, gotta stall kill him for a month, and then we'll figure it out.
0: Um, and every president since Kennedy has turned a blind eye to the water the country campaign, um, which of course, logically, means no. that the CIA is rigging the elections.
1: Like that's the only oh, logical okay.
0: conclusion to that.
1: You you lost me a little bit there. Because I would have thought that they would turn a blind eye because they knew what happened to Kennedy and they didn't want it to happen to them. Too. No, because the CIA I
0: mean? can't admit to killing President
1: Kennedy. Right. Oh, okay. They're just... um. And they wouldn't know that any other... Okay.
0: okay. Yeah, they're just, like, implying... Uh, I mean, other... They could have read the website, I guess. <laughs> other <laughs> than that. I don't know how this man knows about it. But, um. yeah, they're just saying that The CIA plants people as president that will ignore it or rigs the election
1: so people who don't care about birds and who hate birds will win the election. But then wouldn't they want to get rid of all birds if they hated birds? And then wouldn't they want someone who hates birds enough to go into office and to get more than 15% of birds as gone? and exterminated from the earth i feel like the logic is a little flawed on this one like really I think you should try to get someone <laughs> <laughs> i think you should try to get someone who has as much hate in their hearts for birds as eisenhower did so that you can continue with your master plan mm. and get rid of birds forever but instead they're just like ah fuck it we'll just choose people who don't care about birds also how do you know that they don't care about birds once you have to like you know get to know them a little bit tell them about the bird plan so that you find out that they don't care about the bird plan? Does everybody know about it? I, this is a I lot. don't know how this the situation works. I don't know if they, like, <laughs>
0: reach out to someone and they're like, hey, if we get you elected, will you cover this up for us? You know, like, I don't know if it's a that oh, situation or, like, right. once they get in office. I don't know how it works. Or if they're okay. like, you should run. Because I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All I know is that the CIA is rigging the elections. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so that they can keep killing birds. Um. Eventually, I don't know how to transition in this story. I'm sorry. It's just, it's so all over the map. There's no way. There's no good transition. So eventually they started running out of bauxite ore, which is used in the aluminum that is used to construct the robot birds. And they were scared that the Americans would start finding out about the operation because they were killing birds faster than they could make them because they were running out of this aluminum. And they're like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do? The Americans are gonna notice if there's no birds." <laughs> For in the sky, sure, all of a Americans sudden.
1: will definitely notice that the birds are going missing.
0: <laughs> now, who has the world's third largest reserve of bauxite ore? Who? <gasps> Vietnam.
1: Fuck! I knew it. <laughs>
0: And this is why oh the U.S. invaded Vietnam. It was for the bauxite ore to build the robot Oh, birds. my
1: God. <laughs> that is so cruel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This, that's crazy. That's... Yeah.
0: So their hate for birds is bigger I than don't... their respect
1: for human life. I don't love that. I'm not going to lie. That does kind of uh, rub me in the wrong direction oh, if yeah. we could R- use that Why? metaphor, you know? I kind of just um, hate that a lot. It's kind of disrespectful, but okay. <laughs> I guess we're living in, in makeup world, so it's fine.
0: Yeah. It's not real. Remember, yeah, it's see, not real, everyone. Yeah. Um, but I think that is kind of a little bit of an homage to the fact that the United States does invade places yeah, for their natural yeah. resources mm-hmm.
1: in the name of democracy. Bullshit. Anyways, yeah, there is some truth to that statement. Now you might maybe there's a little bit of truth buried in a little in the lies. Always, you know, that's why they're so easy to mm-hmm. believe. That's why people fall into conspiracy theories because it's like that yeah. one fact is true. Yeah. And then why can't this other non-fact be true? Hmm? Okay. I'm with you. Now, you might be wondering,
0: how did the government get thousands of people to make robot birds without anyone catching on? Right? Like, somebody had to make these birds. True. So, the answer is that they were tripping balls. So,
1: the oh. <laughs> government,
0: government employees, okay, would locate individuals in nightclubs and bars and tell them that they were having a costume party, um, like an acid costume party, like a a costume party for people on drugs. Oh, okay. Um, and this was like in the 60s and 70s, so like everyone was into acid at this time. Right, right. Um, so they would give the individual a pair of overalls and... A small piece of paper Mm -hmm. that did not have acid on it, but they would tell them it had acid on it. Oh, okay. And the trip was actually them riding the bus to the entrance, um, where they were given a toolbox and a pair of headphones that played Pink Floyd nonstop. (laughs) And then these people just 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 believed that they had the wildest trip of their life the whole night, that that was just the
1: acid. (laughs) That's so funny. That's like using the placebo effect to its full (laughs) extent. That's insane.
0: I don't They're know, like that never I, happened. You were on acid. You weren't building robots. I've never been on parts.
1: acid, but like I would imagine that when you're on acid, there's a lot of other shit that's going on. It's not just like you're doing a weird task. You're obviously hallucinating. Like I'm pretty sure you're having like an ego death and out of body experience. I'm pretty sure like you hate looking. Yeah, you're at probably your hands not you're... feeling
0: normal. No, not completely normal going to work. You go to just the factory work a factory nine to five.
1: Up on ice, you can't just make birds. <laughs> Contribute to capitalism while you're on acid. <laughs> like, what? I. That's insane. I love it. Yeah. We should do acid. And then, on the like... podcast? Okay. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to love... say? <laughs> um, I was going <laughs> to say, like, we should go and to, to nightclubs. Oh. No, we should go to the nightclubs and then try to get recruited for the bird making. Okay. But.
0: Love right? this idea. I do love this idea. Great. Okay, but Let's first go. of all, we have to build a time machine back to the 70s because this Damn, doesn't it's. happen anymore. All right. I don't right, think. Actually, they didn't really say, but they did say it was in the 60s and 70s, but I don't really know how they make the birds now. Maybe it's automated. Oh, they still make them. Oh, um, true. They robots, probably did you know? automate it. Elon well, Musk I guess... is
1: probably in on it. Yeah, I bet he is. Maybe we can just, like, kind of get in on the automation part of it. We can work as, like, the production manager or, like, the production designer of the birds. <laughs> Leave us a comment if you want us to do acid on the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and now, you're probably wondering. <laughs> I don't know how if do I we, am, but okay, How let's do go. we know about this? If it's such oh, a secretive right. operation, how do we know all this information about it? Okay right okay. so That's we're we're question. starting to wind down in the story now um and now the first whistleblower so he was part of the CIA he was an ex operation kill the birds member mm-hmm. approached an anti-war activist um, who had nothing to do because the Vietnam War was over he couldn't protest <laughs> that anymore so he had nothing to do okay um, and told him the story he told him what was going on with the birds told him everything hmm and it enraged this activist. And this activist started rallying and touring university campuses and calling his local government officials, just trying wow. to raise awareness. Is this real? No. That would and be at their <laughs> at their first rally, I don't know if it's true. I'm saying no just because that is right. the gut feeling that I have about this entire oh. thing.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Um the first rally that they had, okay, this is how I know it's not true. Just wait for this. Okay. The first rally that they had, um, there was more than 2,000 people in attendance and they were rallying, trying to get the government to stop killing the birds. Now, the CIA found out about this rally and they ordered the Secret Service um, to confiscate any film or pictures of the night. So there is no evidence of it happening. You just got to take his word for that one.
1: For sure. Mm
0: hmm. Um... And these rallies were held every year between 1974 and 1993, which apparently is, a, the website has conflicting information. The website says that they were held every year until 1993, which is when the movement finally ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is currently a truth tour that is going around.
1: No and way. And you can buy
0: tickets to it and swag on no their way. website. No way. no way. No way. Way. No way. Way. Way.
1: Let's go. <laughs> and like
0: their first one already happened. I think it was in like Minneapolis oh, and a, ah. a bunch of people showed up. And like the issue is, is that some people think it's a real conspiracy theory. They don't get that it's like uh. <laughs> a joke. <gasps> I don't think they've read the website. You know, the story's so many very long. levels
1: to this. There's um, the people who think it's real. Oh man, I, I must be so proud. That's so incredible. Yeah. It's like I was trolling I you so. the whole time. Lol. Well. <laughs> Um. The biggest internet troll award goes to this guy. (laughs) You did it. You made a convention for your troll. That's unheard of.
0: (laughs) There was some Q&A. On the website? Yeah. And (laughs) one of them was, how do you keep the robot birds inside of the states?
1: That's a good question.
0: Um, And the answer to that is that while most of the birds are programmed not to cross over into other countries, um, there are still some that venture into these countries for a few reasons, such as picking up drugs, for eventual (laughs) delivery into lower class segments of our major cities. Oh. Um, He says that the government will do anything they can to maintain control over its citizens, even getting them hooked on drugs. Another reason... Is simple what and that I they is they were doing
1: fake drugs
0: Lame. only, for their employees. God. Um, another reason is keeping a tap, keeping tabs on American citizens who go on vacation. Any bird that you see <laughs> flying across the U.S. borders to either Mexico or Canada is simply tracking an American citizen who has oh traveled outside God, the United God. States. However, there is currently nothing keeping a bird from Canada or Mexico from traveling inside of America. Which is why there will never be a hundred percent robot population, but it'll most <laughs> likely hover around ninety five percent. So I know we initially said fifteen percent,
1: but over these past like yeah they've 40, been 50 robots, years, for they've sure. kind of
0: done a lot.
1: Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot of freaking robots. <laughs>
0: Um, And he also says that the wall that Trump was planning to build Mm -hmm. actually contained microwaves that would kill any bird upon entry into the state. So it was actually a plan to stop the Canadian birds and the um, Mexican birds from entering into the country.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Great. I'm glad my questions were answered.
0: I don't know how to put words to the opinion that I have about this, but (laughs) I just feel like... Why do you have to take it so far? Not to the person that wrote this. I think the person that wrote this is hilarious and just really did humanity a favor by creating this whole thing. But the fact that there's people out there that yeah. believe it—it is it, hundred percent very clearly written as a joke. But yeah. there are people that show up at the rallies thinking that it's true, and you know it's because they haven't actually oh, gone on the website and read the story. They if they anyone done reads their own story, research, yeah. So, guys, just that's pretty crazy don't believe what you hear on the internet do your Seriously. own research if someone posts that the birds aren't real look it up
1: <laughs> double check that the birds are real do yeah, yourself a favor before
0: you buy the swag like if
1: someone says oh this is what i was telling you about earlier about the baby pigeons if someone says i've never seen a baby pigeon before have you ever seen a baby pigeon before and you think to yourself holy shit i've never seen a baby pigeon that must mean that all pigeons are adults and all pigeons are robots
0: that's you like jump a picture of a baby pigeon so many steps Snaps,
1: guys. <laughs> you can google it. You can wait till springtime. <laughs> There's so many things you can do. Or maybe do. that's just simulation the theory. True. True because I feel uh, yeah. I feel like at this point though you can easily blame it on like the 5% of birds that are still birds and aren't robots and you can be like, mm. "Well, I only saw one family of baby pigeons and they're the only baby pigeons left and the rest of them are robots." But like hello pigeons are like it's
0: it's just honestly on. i wouldn't come know on, man i wouldn't know if i saw a baby pigeon that's the other thing like they hatch <laughs> from their shell and like
1: they live in the nest for most
0: of the time yeah and then they grow you up see them and yeah. then they're like slightly smaller than normal pigeons i would assume for a little while and then they're regular size i don't know that much of. i don't 25. know enough about pigeons to be like that's a baby pigeon
1: yeah seriously i i just can't believe it all kind of stemmed from this idea of like n- hating bird poop i know that's just, that's just too much was like, why do you have so much hate for bo- bird poop just park your car somewhere else you know what you should do instead maybe like get put like trees or something yeah you underground know, like, protect-
0: parking yeah a roof <laughs> over Please. your parking lot how can you hate bird shit that badly yeah there were there were more options
1: um. <laughs> there's no way you exhausted all of your options and were no. like well now no. i know what i must do
0: anyways that was that guys i hope you enjoyed the little story wasn't too much of an opinion to it but it, it was, was fun. fun it was a fun journey
1: I liked it. yeah i had a good time and coming up next i have an opinion for you with not a lot of information just feelings <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> me too What's up, you guys? Welcome to the second half of the podcast. Um, So if you're watching the video right now, I just wanted you to know that I have kind of a prop, if you will. And it is my 1,101,000 parking ticket that I have fucking received from the city of Toronto. (laughs) And I am so over it. And I kind of decided that I was like, I am over this bullshit. Like, why can't I park on the street overnight? it's not illegal. I got here first. Why can't people (laughs) (laughs) like I got the parking, I got the parking spot and I'm here and I'm parked legally. You know, it's not like I'm parked next to a fire hydrant. I'm not blocking somebody's driveway. I'm not doing any of that stuff. And the street that I was parking on specifically had a bunch of garages behind the houses where people can park their cars. And there was parking lots in the back of the garages and shit like that with free parking spaces too. So I don't understand why I had to pay a parking ticket to park on the freaking road. Oh God. And like, okay, here's kind of the thing that really, really kind of grinds my gears. Because at this point, it feels like a parking ticket it's almost just like the equivalent amount of money as paying for parking for parking overnight right mm-hmm. so it's like what is the point of even kind of being able to pay for parking and or sorry what is the point of <laughs> <laughs> paying for parking if you could just not and if you could just park on the street And then risking the parking ticket. So I think uh, when I look a little deeply into it, what I am mostly upset about is the fact that I could have gotten it for free, but I didn't get away with it. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of a psychological trip because I was like, I might be able to get it for free. And then the next morning you see and you're like, oh, I have really bad luck because someone came by. Someone like took a look at my car and someone was having a bad day maybe or someone was actually doing their jobs and (laughs) like had to take a look. And when they decided to give me a big-ass freaking ticket, like, oh, it's just, oh, yeah, it's just really annoying. And it's just, I think it's about kind of the losing more than it is about the actual parking ticket. Because I was going to pay the same amount of money anyways to sit Mm -hmm. somewhere and park somewhere, but I thought I could get away with it. You know, I I wanted it so badly to be free. Like, we all know how good free things are. But it wasn't. And I'm kind of pissed that it went to the city, too, because I feel like the money could have gone to, like, a private kind of company, maybe the grocery store that I park under or the Green pea or something like that. But instead, it went all to the city. And, like, at first, I wasn't 100% sure where this money was going to. And then I found out that it's kind of going to, like, city maintenance and, like... Uh, public transit and like taking care of all these little things and just like balancing out the budget if you will <laughs>
0: and, Wait, so you'd um, rather it go to a private corporation than to bettering your city
1: i th- <laughs> that's the thing i, I wasn't 100 sure because at first okay. i thought i was going to like the cops and i was like I was so mad. Fuck at, like, the it was cops. Going. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, they don't deserve my freaking money. They have too much money. Like, they don't deserve my money. But then I found out that it was kind of going to the city. And I was like, okay, you know what? If it goes to the city, this would be nice. If public transit was good. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> and I have to freaking... I have no other option but to take my car into the goddamn city. And to have to drive around your bullshit tiny little streets oh god and if only public transit was good then i would understand a little bit but it's not and it still sucks (laughs) which is annoying because it's like dude they literally get so much money for parking tickets okay i looked up how much money that they get from parking tickets in 2019 they made 60 million dollars from parking tickets alone Wow. No freaking wonder they don't want to get rid of parking tickets. You know what I mean? Because I was like abolish parking tickets, fuck parking tickets, you know, get rid of them, make them cease to exist, blah, blah, blah. The city would never like that. It no. It balances the budget. It puts in a bunch of money into into like things that actually matter maybe. How does it I mean, balance the
0: budget? I'm pretty sure like. I don't know. I guess they're not getting enough money from The budget's other been unbalanced my entire life. <laughs> something has ever been balanced
1: you will never be able to balance the budget like just give up while you're ahead yeah (laughs) just I don't understand oh god it's just so much money and it's just so much from it and then the parking ticket officers like you have to pay them and then that kind of gets taken out of the parking ticket money so like what if you stopped paying the parking ticket officers but then there would be no parking ticket money and it's just like this kind of endless kind of cycle and okay here I wanted to throw in a fun fact okay this couple got fined $615 for feeding squirrels in their backyard. Oh,
0: I just saw that.
1: <laughs> is that so weird?
0: Yeah, that's so weird. Ri- How did so they like, even find them? Whose business
1: is that? I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Did their, like, neighbors them turn in them in, in? I guess so. They were like, yeah. Imagine that call
0: to the cop. That cop was probably, like,
1: great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to change my career.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, the chipmunks are really the last thing. That's probably all their bides of crime and stuff like that, but People got vendettas, dude. People are trying to get their neighbors in trouble, apparently. Um, So because of this parking ticket, right? Mm -hmm. I took it to my personal Instagram story, which you guys will get a chance to vote on this as well, because I will also post it on the podcast Instagram story. Let me know what you think. okay? so my question was, should parking tickets cease to exist? And I didn't know that this was going to be so controversial. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And this is what kind of fired me up a little bit to, to uh-huh. get this opinion going. So um, I noticed that, okay, to be fair, I was a little hostile on, um, on my social media. At first, yeah. I was like, God, fuck this shit. I'm so bad that the parking tickets are happening. And then the next post was, should parking tickets cease to exist? And I noticed that a lot of people who voted, yes, parking tickets should not exist, were also the people in my DMs being like, oh, yeah, they're so stupid, like, none of the money should, like, go to the city, like, parking tickets are so dumb, blah, blah, blah. And whoever voted no had obviously never gotten a parking ticket in their life. <laughs> did I vote? Seven percent Oh, I don't know. I didn't check. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I can't what remember you, if I voted. What I did remember you vote seeing for? Do you think?
1: Tell us your vote live on the podcast right now.
0: That's why That's why I asked you, because I, like, I don't like getting park t- parking tickets. Right. Meaning I either. don't like getting them. But I don't think they matter that much because they don't (laughs) do anything to my record in any way.
1: Yeah and I
0: I guess I'm okay with my money going to the city. But sometimes like when I get them it makes me mad.
1: Right. I'm riding. But like I don't know if they should be abolished. (laughs) Right. So that's kind of what I was thinking too. Cause it's like there are certain situations where a parking ticket is probably warranted. I think that mm-hmm. in my opinion, you should get parking tickets if someone calls the cops on your car, someone calls a non emergency line and is like, Hey, we are having this issue where this person waits the in fifty our hours. Yeah. This a yeah, <laughs> fifty hour wait, bro. <laughs> or if you're parked in front of a fire hydrant, obviously it's yeah. a safety issue. So, you know, if you were parking in front of a fire hydrant, take that shit, never do it again. You learn your lesson, you pay a hard fine. And maybe if your car has been parked somewhere for like too long, that is kind of unreasonable or some other reasonable now, reason.
0: Now, a unique issue that a lot of Canada has is that parking on the street overnight in the winter affects the ability of the city to clear snow. Yeah. just presenting presenting that (laughs) argument because like in when i lived in guelph Mm -hmm. um we could park on the street didn't matter how long well it technically mattered but like no one checked um didn't matter how long uh could park overnight i think technically it was 48 hours but whatever you could do that in the summer but in the winter you can park on the street overnight Mm -hmm. you could park on the street during the day but not overnight and that was just because of snow removal
1: Yeah, I think that's a completely fair reason to get a ticket as well, because people need to move their cars. They need to get out of the city and they need to be able Mm -hmm. to do their shit. And if you're completely impeding the job of like this one other person, then fine, get a ticket, move your car, like don't ever do it again. I'm pretty sure there's also signs and stuff in place that tell you, you know, don't park at these certain times because of these certain reasons, like blah, 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 blah. But when it's a literal pointless reason, like no parking from (laughs) 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. For no reason. Like, like I why why from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. it's the middle of summer nothing's going on like just let me freaking park my car here I don't understand why I had to freaking suffer like the, part,
0: the part that makes me really mad about like that is that a lot of people will park their car on the street to avoid driving drunk and like yeah. I don't think we should be punishing people for making the decision to stay totally. somewhere for the night the only like you'd rather that do that my
1: car is yeah it's because I'm drinking it's because I'm like doing stuff and then it's like oh well I now I want to avoid a $30 fine so I'm gonna get out of here and you know what sometimes it's more than that sometimes parking on the street is anywhere 60 90 like you can get a hefty bill for parking on the street I got mm-hmm. lucky with my little 30 you know what I mean but like if I got a $60 or a $90 parking ticket because I didn't want a drunk drive next time i'll just drive drunk thank you very much city <laughs> like this isn't you worth it that's your my your at the bar <laughs> we'll be sending like, you this sound I clip use that to get a, another night of drunkness in, but instead <laughs> i had to pay for your stupid parking ticket i just don't understand oh my god okay so let me bring you up another couple of situations where people get angry this isn't in um toronto but this is in new york city they have this like insane parking ticket system where you'll pay for a parking meter and Mm -hmm. if you are late by even one minute you pay a full price parking ticket they don't give a fuck they are patrolling the streets someone you're and you get the same ticket if you're late by like two hours or something like that so you could show Mm -hmm. up to your car after five minutes and you could still have the same I don't know, $35 ticket that a person who left their car there for three hours has, which people are like, this is super unfair, blah, blah, blah. Totally agree. So in 2009, the mayor Bloomberg, uh, something like that, Uh, the mayor of New York, Vetoed a bill that would create a five minute grace period because sometimes people are like five minutes late to getting their car. Sometimes it's hard to predict how long your shit is gonna go on for, and then you don't have time to run back to the parking meter. Like, that's so dumb. Like, just because you can't know how long you're going to be in a certain place doesn't mean you deserve to get fined for it. Mm -hmm. We're only human. Some of us aren't that good at math, some of us aren't that good at making predictions, some of us. end up having a little bit more mimosas i don't know like maybe the meeting went long maybe like maybe something happened maybe you got into trouble or something like that and then to go back to your car and to have a parking ticket on it is just like the nail in the freaking coffin it's like damn Mm. this was an absolutely horrible day now i have to pay for this shit because i was five minutes late. and you know what also
0: at that point once you have the ticket like leave your car enjoy your afternoon (laughs) <laughs> don't pay for any more parking. You already have a ticket. Like, just just have yeah. a good time.
1: Like, you go to your car and you're like, oh, I got a parking ticket. I'm actually free for another eight hours. Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck <laughs> I want.
0: Like, what are they going to do?
1: Uh, that's such a good idea. But I can't believe the mayor was like, no, we don't need the five-minute grace period. His reason was that it would lead to chaos and an enormous increase in parking ticket disputes. Which you can easily make rules around. You know what I mean? Because then people will be like, well, I was six minutes late and I only blah, 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 blah. And then there's a five minute grace but period. But people are probably
0: already doing that now being like, I was only one minute late. Like that doesn't really yeah it's create a new problem. Issue. It's the like, same
1: issue. Yeah. I know, right? Like just have, just do it on the down low. Just tell people that they need to be there at whatever, three o'clock. And then if they're six minutes late, like you have to pay the penalty. I don't know. Or just get rid of it t- altogether. <laughs> What's really mayor. convenient is, like,
0: Ugh. the apps that you can pay for parking yeah. now on because, like, it'll give you a those notification. You have X amount of minutes left and you can just add more minutes if you need them.
1: Right? That's yeah. Great. I like those, too. I like those, too. It's still annoying to have to pay for parking, for sure. Yeah. But oh, like yeah. Those oh, a 100% more. with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> In Ireland, a parking ticket is considered a criminal offense and it gets increased by 50% if you don't pay it on time. And then it's prison. <laughs> <laughs> you have to serve time. <laughs> oh, my God. We would all be in prison. I fucking know. In Finland, you might actually like this one because in like this kind of a uh, uh, those kind of uh, n- Swiss su- areas, you know, in Finland, in the Scandinavian places of the world. We love you, Scandinavia. Okay. Um, tickets can reach up to six figures because they give you a ticket based on the percentage based on a percentage of your last known income oh yeah so they have given out the most expensive parking ticket to this guy to this guy's maserati because he was like you know speeding doing some illegal shit and then they ended up giving him like a really hefty fine in the millions
0: you know what that's that's (laughs) a fucking good idea that i i do like that isn't it because Because tickets are nothing to people who make a lot of income like they don't care They will pay the fine. They don't give a shit. Like, it's pocket change. You're not going to enforce any laws. you
1: might as well risk getting the ticket. Like, it makes a lot more sense. Like, for me, a ticket versus paying for parking is about $3. If I were to pay for parking, I would be paying $27 Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then the ticket is an extra $3 on top. It's not going to break the bank. But if you're rich as fuck, it would be a lot easier to just be like, ah, fuck it, we're lazy. Also, I hate that we're being punished for our laziness. Because that's really what it is at the end of the day. (laughs) I don't want to go to the parking garage. I don't want to walk an extra kilometer, and I don't want to, like, do all this shit. Like, I already have the vehicle. Why can't it take me all the way to where I need it to take me? It's annoying. (laughs) I don't want to be punished for my laziness, okay? The money isn't enough incentive because I still do it. (laughs) So I don't know.
0: And I think that's also Um, because it has no real effect on anything. Like, it's a fine. You pay the fine, and then... That's it. I oh. used to be so scared of parking tickets when I first started driving. Really? Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, is that the a point. That you know, my anything? insurance yeah. is going to find out, but like, it doesn't matter."
1: Yeah, the insurance Get parking won't know tickets, shit. fuck it up, leave yeah. it up. So they're literally just useless. Yeah, <laughs> there's just there's just no point for the parking tickets. Oh gosh. Okay, so this is kind of another thing that really pissed me off. Here is like maybe the more overarching theme of, <laughs> I meant to say thing, I theme theme of this argument is that everything just like is money we literally cannot function in a society without money i'm sick of it
0: capitalism all comes back to capitalism
1: it always comes back to capitalism first of all we're paying for the car you're paying for insurance repairs whatever else second of all you're paying for the gas to get from a to b and then to slap on another fine on top of that for taking up space that you have already paid for? The car I'm in is being paid for. The money is there. And then to put money on top of it, it's just so much. It's just too <laughs> much, you guys. And, like, what is the goal? Is the goal to get people to stop driving their cars into the city? Like, is that—is that kind of what they want? Because I kind of hope that that happens. <laughs> if people stop driving their cars into the city, then the city will be making income off the cars. And I would love to see what their next move would be. Like, wh- like, where would you go from there? Where, where else can you kind of like get money from? And like, what else, what's, what's your next plan? You know what I mean? And also, and also if we stop driving cars into the city, then they stop making money off the cars. And that can't be the goal because the city wants money, right?
0: I think the city wants they, you to park in their parking lots.
1: They don't have parking lots though. They just have there's I like think, private parking lots. I don't think the city has parking lots. Okay, it's then I think the city, the city wants you to
0: pay for their parking.
1: Stupid. Just an idea. <laughs> just a I thought. don't want to <laughs> do it. I feel like I should be able to park for free. This is so annoying. Oh my god. Um Yeah, it's just like so stupid because I feel like they should make it feasible to like for it took me so long to find this parking lot that was $27 for a night and before that there was people who were running parking lots who I would be like how much is it for overnight parking and they would tell me it was $75 for overnight parking for one night and I was like no thank you I literally have to turn around like at that point I will take the parking ticket yeah so I this I feel like maybe the government Mm. is planting parking lots that are way too expensive so that they can get your parking ticket money because they know you're going to need to park on the street because, you know, you don't have anywhere else to park and you need to park your car because you don't want to get a drunk driving ticket because that's worse than getting a parking ticket, obviously. (laughs) So, this is a little bit of a conspiracy, if you will, that they have oh. these people, these pawns set out so that you are forced to park on the street so that you have to pay their parking tickets wherever you may be because other because it's just literally not worth it to pay $75 for 12 hours of parking. They need to make that money somehow. So, maybe could it some have of happened the, the other way? Towards. That What do you mean? the people with the parking lots
0: know that people hate parking tickets so they make their prices really high <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe but like it's all about supply and it's, demand dude.
1: Yeah, it's such a that's such a there's not enough parking lots for, though, lots for all of the people you know. that need parking lots yeah that's true i guess so they there is enough parking lots but dollars. they charge so much money yeah I know. I know but it's like the parking ticket is so much cheaper at that point than this like freaking parking spot that's $75 maybe yeah I mean I guess I I guess that's true and uh, maybe some people like yourself back in the day didn't know that it doesn't actually affect your insurance or anything like that and they mm-hmm. would like be like oh shit okay I need to pay $75 for parking such a scam such I, bullshit <laughs> I think
0: there's also a fear of getting your car towed it's a big yeah, fear you're... of mine because that's like they don't tell you where they take it you just walk yeah. outside and your car's gone and then like you got to where's Waldo it and try to find it somewhere in the
1: city. Ooh, so, like, I have point.
0: a big fear of that happening because that Definitely. sounds like a lot of work.
1: And then it's like $300 to get your car. Oh, I know. That's, yeah, that's kind of worst case scenario. I don't think they tow your car, though, unless you're parked super illegally. Like, mm. even I parked next to a fire hydrant one time and I got a ticket. <laughs> I didn't see it, guys. I'm sorry. I deserve that one. I'm not complaining about the fire hydrant ticket. I'm complaining about this bullshit, this $30 bullshit. Um, <laughs> But like they didn't tow my car. Yeah, I think, that's true. I think they only tow it if it's been there for a really long period of time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's one of those things that they just like do randomly. Because it also costs money for them to get the tow truck yeah, there, that's true. I'm pretty sure. So they wouldn't just do it like haphazardly, whatever, you know. Is the goal of parking tickets an environmental goal? Maybe they cities want people to stop driving cars so that the environment heals. The earth is healing. If that is the goal, then it is not fucking working. (laughs) The streets are busier than ever. Rush hour never fucking ends. And the parking tickets are getting more and more expensive. (laughs) I also think the city would advertise
0: it if it was for the environment. Ooh yeah, that's they true. love slapping those like paints on there. Just they to be, like,
1: do. Greenwashing. <laughs> yeah.
0: You should pay for this because it's for the environment.
1: Yeah, let me just throw a little green label on it. Oh my god, green pee. Holy shit. Oh my god. They're like trying to make you think that you're better than you are. Okay, so uh this kind of led to an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say the parking tickets and paid parking was to increase exponentially to force you to not pay for it. If a parking ticket were to be two thousand dollars, like just for whoever, or if it were to be like the Finland situation where it's a part of what, yeah, it's a certain percentage, yeah, of money that you're making, right? Would people actually stop driving, or would they riot and demand cheaper parking, because or would they just so start outrageous. paying for parking? Well, the parking would also be a lot more expensive because the parking is already hella expensive because if the parking, if the parking ticket can kind of dictate the parking price, you know what I mean? Like if the parking ticket is $2,000, that means that parking places could easily charge $1,000 because it's still under the amount of Mm -hmm. charge that you're going to get for the parking ticket. So both of them would go up. Would people stop driving? Well, I don't think so. Or would they riot? That's what
0: I thought too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I think people would people love their cars, and this is kind of the even more bullshittier thing is that like society has created this world where living without a car is impossible. It's literally impossible. And like you go to work in the car that you are paying for through your work, and you need to you need the money that you make from your work. For your car which you're taking to work and then they punish us for having to put our vehicles somewhere even though we are forced to own them ah! <laughs> any environmental concerns sh- sh- that they may man. have just seems so shallow i mean like car sales are going up parking tickets yeah i mean like stricter stricter enforcing of it and shit like that like the example from new york like this shit is crazy and yeah, it's it's literally just a concern for capitalism and for their wallets, not for the environment or for the city whatsoever. So anyways, uh, we were fucked up by the invention of cars. <laughs> and I watched this like short little documentary. <laughs> well, it wasn't short. I just watched it at one this point. This rant has gone in
0: so many directions. I never expected it to. I,
1: I can't. <laughs> I've been so heated over this. Like, I can't believe it. So this documentary is called Taken for a Ride. And um, it's about General Motors and about Ooh. how deeply General Motors absolutely us in the ass like it literally oh. messed up our entire lives okay so this company in the early 90s they um did this little this little fun little project in the states where they decided that it would be a great idea to buy bus companies so they bought like this one bus com- um. company and then they bought a bus manufacturer company now okay the big mode of transportation at this time was streetcars And these streetcars were just taking over the world. There was rails like running down the roads. Mm. There was literally like five cars on the street because no one could afford them. And the streetcars took priority over any other vehicle. And there was a streetcar running every two minutes without fail. Oh, well, two, five minutes kind of thing right and it's like you try to t- take a streetcar now and you're waiting anywhere from 30 seconds to 25 minutes mm-hmm. like, it's so inconvenient it's so horrible but at this time these streetcars were literally just the prime mode of transportation they were comfortable they were spacious and they were mm-hmm. allowed to be huge because there was no cars on the roads there was literally no restrictions and people were just allowed to like sit take up space go to where they needed to be they were everywhere and they were like ah, oh, they were just so convenient and they were just the best and um freaking general motors comes in and they're like oh we see an opportunity to sell people cars but everybody loves these streetcars so much that they don't have an opportunity to sell these cars so what they did is they mm. started um taking these buses and putting them on the roads and making them seem like the better option or whatever um But really Mm. what they were fucking doing is they would put the trolley or the streetcar companies out of business and they were reducing the amount of streetcars and they were reducing the amount of people who were working there because there were less streetcars. And then they would increase fares and make it seem like it was the wrong thing to do. So then people started taking the bus. And then what General Motors did is they reduced the buses. (laughs) They made it impossible for people to get anywhere. Now that they've gone into literally every single state and they would just fucking completely destroy their trolley. Uh, I keep calling it a trolley. That's what they called it in the documentary, but it's a streetcar. So they would completely destroy mm. the streetcar industry. They would completely just, like, drive it off the rails, if you will, because it's a streetcar <laughs> wall. And then they nice. would put their buses in and they'd be like, the buses are so much better. And then they were like, fuck your buses. <laughs> They started pulling the buses and they made them really hot, really uncomfortable to ride in. And like the buses would stop and start. And it was super like just we've all been on a bus. It's not the best experience. Yeah. You know no. What I mean? no. <laughs> and so they made it seem like the only way to live was to get a car. And they just fucking. Oh, God, it's so annoying. They literally took over the entire industry. Like, can you imagine how amazing life would be if. Public transit was just the was only good. Thing. Yeah,
0: that's good. We wouldn't need like we don't need autonomous cars. Like no, we don't. Just get me public transit. I can relax on on public transit.
1: Right, doesn't have to be
0: my own personal car. No, that already like, exists. A car that you don't have to drive. It's called the bus.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I hate it. Just make it work, so guys. Make it work. And oh my god, it's just so sad. And then once they ruined the the reputation of public transportation as a whole because i mean first they took down the streetcars then they took down their own buses they sabotaged their own company for the better of general motors and they fucking created a highway and they plopped a highway in front of everything and then just like made it the only convenient way to get from a to b and then later on in uh the whenever this freaking shit started i think it was like the 70s or the 80s or the 90s that's when suburbanization began Love that. And that is when it became literally impossible to get anywhere without a car. Anywhere without a car. Like, if you didn't have a car, you pretty much hated your life because you couldn't get to the grocery store. You couldn't get to anywhere without a vehicle. And now we rely on cars. And people who don't have cars pay to use somebody else's car. Transit is bad. Transit is slow. It gets caught up in car traffic. Which is such bullshit. A transit should have its own freaking lane like it used to in the mm-hmm. 20s, <laughs> in the <Yeah>. 1920s. <laughs> like if you want to
0: do something for the environment cities, it's making public transit yeah. just better. Just make just it an make option it- for people to use. That's actually convenient.
1: Literally. Literally. And, and now, Even, okay, okay. And even you may be like, oh, uh, biking is also an option and walking is an option biking is fucking dangerous it's so dangerous in cities of the cars that we are forced to use walking is too slow depending on whether you have to carry stuff or not and also walking and biking are both weather dependent so like, yeah. you can't always rely on those two modes of transportation i'm i'm over it i'm just <laughs> i just i just hate the world right now like a little bit i'm not gonna lie oh my god so i was like okay maybe i could try to think of a little bit of solutions and i mean it started off as a little logical and then it ended in abolish cars so
0: (laughs) it's a a fair point it's a fair point if you don't want parking tickets get rid of the
1: cars get rid of the cars completely i mean we can't get rid of cars so maybe make parking free but then there would be nowhere to park (laughs) 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 Parking would be free and you could park anywhere. Oh my gosh. So then, Mama, I read this article that was talking about how you have to pay for parking, but Hmm. it isn't on a meter. So you kind of use like the app situation, like you were talking about earlier, where you can like say how much you're going to park there, or you just swipe your credit card when you get there. And then when you leave, you swipe it again and then you pay for the amount of time that you stayed there, which is like a completely logical way to pay the parking in my opinion right yeah (laughs) oh my god and like the tickets are just so annoying um again i feel like i'm being punished for my laziness and then the psychological (laughs) implications of feeling the hope that you feel that you'll get away with it just once just once you feel like you're gonna get away with it and just once that 30 dollars is yours And then to get let down and to get shot down by that yellow ticket sitting on your dashboard is just mentally a challenging game to have to consistently play with your life. It's just... Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so
0: sorry. You got a lot of trauma from parking tickets, girl.
1: Yeah, they're just annoying. It's just like parking tickets always hit me when I'm at my poorest.
0: Yeah, that's true. They do have that. just a way of being like hey girl <laughs>
1: and I am like I, I know everything's shit right, like, right now but here I am right, <laughs> right right and it's just oh, it's just so annoying and I just like that's where the trauma stems from it's like I was <laughs> I was just like living my best life and then I started parking and then the next thing you know is like I'm getting tickets and shit like that and then I try to pay for parking and it's so expensive and it's like I might as well take the risk but then the, the risk isn't worth it it's just it's just so much so the risk maybe another uh solution could be that um actually i don't know how much i like the solution but i read it online It said that repeat offenders get higher tickets to persuade them to pay mm. for parking and um i don't think like, you would like that no i mean i would hate that <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's a good solution oh, for, for am you. i a menace to society like i don't know i'm paying for <laughs> like i'm giving money to the city so i'm not 100 percent sure and then you know what else is about the parking about the parking lots um the money the property tax goes to the city anyways
0: yeah a lot of so, things go to the city your taxes right
1: so it's like I public transit I fares feel like there's a loop uh, there's a loop around there somewhere where it's like just make everything paid parking just cheaper because all the money is going to go to you anyways through property taxes and through other forms of like taxation and stuff like that like what maybe they're not getting enough as much money because the parking tickets are like you know, a pretty hefty sum and it's like you can get multiple in a night. Like, I'm not 100% sure how the business works around parking tickets, but like, fuck. Oh, it just seems, yeah, I just hate it. And it also kind of seems like a ploy because as I was saying, parking tickets sometimes cost less yeah. than parking in a parking yeah. lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the stupid that's, part. Right?
1: Right it seems so suspicious it's like, like, not even worth it so you're just asking me to get a parking ticket like you just want direct funds at this point you just want me to e-transfer you <laughs> city <laughs> like I will <laughs> oh god uh, so yeah let's see what happens if we just stop driving like that would be an interesting experiment just stop driving and just like see what happens you know but it's not possible it's yeah I was to about to say motors. I don't know
0: how like viable this um this movement is I don't think
1: I can stop. Right. Me neither. I can't stop either. I don't want to stop. That's what I'm saying. It takes, you have to freaking do shit to get shit to get everywhere. In conclusion. Okay. Capitalism ruins yet another thing. Yeah. And. I'm there with that. The freedom of having a car, if you will. But is it even a freedom to have a car? (laughs) Or is it just something that has been instilled in you through marketing? Because you're totally tied down when you have a car. Mm -hmm. You have freedom to go anywhere provided you have the money and that you didn't spend it all on the car that you own <laughs> like, there's just no winning i hate the system Capitalism, Owning a car let's burn it down It's just another way of being a part of the system and living is impossible thank you for coming to my freaking TED talk that was beautiful. Thank you. Was, I, I'm over it. I'm so happy that I could vent so to you guys. Powerful, because so powerful. So beautiful. Just... <laughs> Brings us to the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> Courtney's conversation about the birds work the for bird. the bourgeoisie, um, and I hope you enjoyed learning about that conspiracy theory. And let us know if you think the birds work for the bourgeoisie, or if you've ever been on any sort of acid trip where you have made birds, and then were left on the side of a road or something like that, we would be interested to know about that. And thank you for listening to my rant about parking tickets and about parking and about how life is literally impossible underneath the capitalist regime. So (laughs) tune in next week for a lot more fun. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at theunimportantppl and you can also email us at at gmail.com and that's h-h-t-r-s clickhereatgmail.com And finally, you can find us on TikTok. So make sure you look for us because we are there. If you can't find us, do a little bit more deep diving. Hmm? Yeah. Like Don't learn, you listen to this podcast? Don't you Get know better at the dives? internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And- <laughs> Have a great.